Hey everybody, guess what? It's J.R. Bell from I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode of Season 9, we're going to be talking about growing, growth, how to make a lot of money, how to turn a negative into a positive, and how you can become more than what you said you wanted to be, and how you can achieve your abundance of wealth. We're going to start by doing this right now. Let me tell you something. Let's get in right now because remember this. Rich people, poor people, poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Think about when it comes to paying bills. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Hey, remember this. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. My daddy always says that and I mean he really means that. This is what we're going to do. We're going to dig right in. But remember this. This is from the movie Friday. Hey, Smokey, playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. We don't want to do that. What he means is, when you're playing with his money, don't be BSing with his money. Bullshit with his money. Bullshitting with his money. That's what he's talking about. Another another person, Gordon Gecko from the old classic movie, Wall Street, says this. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't need me. You want me. And for lack of a better word, greed is good. That's from Gordon Gecko, Michael Douglas, Charlie Sheen, and the movie Wall Street. Not the not the newer one with Shiloh, with Shiloh LeBeau. He, even though that's a great movie too, and he's a great actor. I was talking about the one with um, Martin, Charlie Sheen. Great movie. I'm telling you, great, great movie. That's a movie that's really, really good. And if you had a choice to look at that movie, I would say it's a good movie. Good movie. Great, great movie. I'm being honest with you. That's the kind of movie I would want to, you know, yes. Love that movie right there. That's a good movie right there. Good, good, good movie. Great movie. Okay. Good, good movie. All right. Just telling you. Great movie. I'm just saying. That was a great, great movie. The reason why I'm telling you that, because I want you to understand something. A lot of times, you can look at great movies, and great movies will have inspirational things. And also, hey, remember, students, got your notebook? Better get your writing. These are lectures. These are going to help you. It's going to benefit you. Listen, in my earlier podcast, I told you exactly how you can achieve, how you can create your own business. Did you write that stuff down? If you didn't, go check out my earlier podcast. Trust me, students. Check out my earlier podcast, and it's going to tell you on how you can start your own business, or how you can achieve your abundance of wealth, and you can start your own business, how you can make a lot of money, how you can become this high-value person, how that um, your life matters, and I mean matters. When I say matters, your value, your life, what you do in life. Listen, let me tell you something. You want to own your own business. Own your own business. You want to start your own restaurant. Start your own restaurant. You want to open whatever you want to do in life, do it. Don't let the world stop you. Listen, I'm not here to tell you what you can and cannot do. What I'm here to tell you is what you can do. And what you should do is start your own business, okay? Start your own business, okay? Because you can do it. You can work at whatever you want to do. Life is nothing but a gamble. 
and you're here to gamble, gamble it, gamble good. You want to achieve your dream? Achieve that dream. <coughs> you want to wake up and smell the coffee? Wake up and smell the coffee. Listen, you can do whatever your heart desires. All you got to do is just wake up and, and just say, I'm going to do it. Allow me to tell you something. I had this, um, there's this, um, I always I always had this analogy. And this analogy I tell everyone. Um, there are people in life, like a good example. There are people in life that were meant to be something. Like, I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew a guy and he's a, he's a farmer. Yeah. So he was a farmer. Yes. Yeah, he was a farmer. Allow me to tell you something. He was meant to be a farmer reason why he was meant to be a farmer because that was in his blood seriously his dad his dad was a, his dad was not a farmer his dad was not a farmer but became a farmer his mother was the farmer she was farmer through and through to the core he said his dad was never meant to be a farmer and he said his dad didn't like the idea of farming and stuff. The guy told me. But he became a farmer because he loved it. He said he actually loved the idea of farming. He loved the idea of getting up. He loved the idea of being on the land. You know, with God. You know, one with nature and one with God. And he said he just loved that. And he said it made him one of the happiest person in the world. You know, being, being, being with God and stuff. So that's what he did. So here's another story. Now, because he did that, he became great at what he did. Yes. He became great at what he did. Literally, he was good at what he did. I mean, this guy was great. I mean, great farmer. When I say farmer, he was like, when I say the old, you know, the old saying, old McDonald, the guy was like that. But being that he was a great farmer, he was also a master welder, a master mechanic, and a great plumber. Why? Because he had to learn how to do all of that stuff himself. And he literally had to learn how to do all that stuff himself because he said that's the only way because it was costly. It was costing him too much money spending, sitting stuff out. Like when his combine broke, he had to learn how to fix it himself. He had to learn how to weld and, and do all those things himself. Because he said if he didn't, he would have it would have cost him way more money and, and that money right there was spent on other things. And he was a um, he owned a um, he owned a um, he had soybean he had soybean in his farm and he also had wheat in his farm. And he had stuff that, that's what he had in his farm, soybean and wheat. The wheat he used for his cattle, for his, for his dairy cows and stuff. The soybean he used, he would sell that. And the dairy cattle, he would take that and he would also get the milk. And he would turn around and use that as part of, you know, what he would sell was the milk. Yes. And then, and then some of his older male cows, male cattle, male cows, he would sell, if he has a lot of, if he produces a lot of boys, he would sell some of the men to make money. 
because he, that's how he that's how he established his business. The reason I'm telling you this is this guy right here just woke up one day and I mean he literally one day uh, I mean one day he went to his dad. One day his father asked him, "Hey, um, do you want to take over the farm?" I'm getting he says I'm getting up in age. I'm getting older. I just I'm not I'm not young as I used to be. I'm not as young as I was. Do you want to take over? He was like, nope. He looked at his father and said, nope. He says, fine. That's good. You don't have to, but I was just asking if you wanted to. He says, nope, I don't want to. And he goes, I really don't need to. And he says, I really don't think I want to. He says, good anyway. Thank you. Thanks anyway. And he's like, all right. Told his dad. He's like, all right. One day he went to college. When he went to college, he got his degree. He went to college for business and finance. That's the reason why he went to college for it, business and finance. And that was something that he thought that would could benefit him because he said that's going to help him and his help him and his dad's farm because he's going to do a lot with the farm by being a productive citizen on the farm. So he told his dad, yes. I say, uh, years and years, I say, he said about, 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 about eight, about say about 12 years later, he got a, he gets a phone call. He's telling me, he said, I get a phone call. My dad calls me and says, hey, you ever thought about coming and take over the farm? He goes, nah, nah, not that. Nope. Nope, not thought about it. His mom calls him and says, you need the, um, she said, do you want to take over the farm? He goes, he told his mom, I would, but I don't want to live in that house. I want my own house. Because I, too bad, too, you know, he goes, all right, fine. The land, he said, the land is great. And he says, I got enough room I can put your house on here. So his dad built him a house. Just so his son can have, so his son can have um, a place to stay. So he built his house for him. Built him a nice place, he said. Turned around and he said, okay, so he goes and he moves in. While he was there, he was like, I'm single. Got a college degree. I'm working on a farm. He met, he went to a 4-H meeting. And that's how he met his wife. And she was a farmer's wife. Seriously. She loved farming. Like his mom. She was just, he said, she is a spitting image of his mother. And attributes that most women would not ever think about doing. He said she loved farming. And she was a typical farmer's wife. Yes, she wanted to be a farmer's wife. And that's what she was. Yep. And she lived the farming lifestyle. That's what she lived. That farming lifestyle. She was always to the core. She said she lived at her mom and dad's place and all this stuff. And he's like, really? Yeah, wow. He says, what do you do? I have my own place. Well, the reason why I'm telling you that, students, is because he didn't want the business. But became and took over the business. And when he took over his family business with his own property, 
with his own property, that's when he decided that he was going to make something better. Oh yeah, he, he changed the whole farming. His whole farming now, before his farming was all he was doing, his dad was out there on the combine, he made everything automation. He had, he built a, um, he went and built, he went and got some students from, his, he knew some students from the university. They came and they built a robotic, robot. So he had a he had a auto, he had an automated automated combine, and the automated combine was simple. That combine did everything. That's what it did. It did all the work for him. He didn't have to do nothing. The combine did everything. It sat there and harvested everything for him. Didn't have to do anything. That's what made his life way easier and it made productivity better. The only downside is it costs more because the machinery is constantly running. It would break down a lot. But other than that, it ran good. And the reason I tell you that is that he found his own niche. It took him a good minute or two. The reason why I say that, that he's cut from a different fabric. He knew he was meant to be a farmer. He just didn't want to do it. A lot of people were meant to do something, they just didn't want to do it because they have this belief system. Nah, I don't want to do it. Nah, I don't want to do it. It's not my thing. No, it's not my thing. No, I don't want to do it. It's not my thing. They were like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That's what they say. Oh, I'm good. It's not my thing. That's what they say. It's not my thing. You know. And I mean, hey, to each his own. I look at that, to each his own. It's like the same analogy. Not everybody was meant to be in the military. Some people were never meant to be in the military. And I do say that. Because I got some friends, I got some friends of mine that always talk about they wish they could join the military. Here's one. This is one. This right here is a factual one. I have a cousin of mine. I have a cousin of mine. Now, my cousin... My cousin decided he wanted to go into the army. He wanted to join. I mean, he literally said he wanted to join the army. So he signs up and goes to the army. He goes to he goes to basic training in the army. While he was in basic training, the drill sergeant was hounding him. I mean, was I mean was literally ragging him. I mean, was ride, riding him hard. Drill sergeant was riding him hard. Well. He didn't like that idea that Joe Sergeant was riding him so hard. He started, he, he wanted to leave. He said, I want to leave. I can't deal with this. I need to go home. So what happened? Joe Sergeant said, done. Joe Sergeant took him home. Joe Sergeant um, um, took him out. <coughs> signed him up, signed the papers, and did an admin called administrative separation. Ad, admin set. That's what they did. They separated him out. And that's what he did. He got out of the military. Yes. Yes. And he could have stayed in. But no, he didn't. They did an admin set and he got out. And that's what they did. The admin set him out and he could have stayed in, but he didn't. He should have, but he didn't. Why he didn't, I don't know why. We never understood that one. I never understood that one because he couldn't. When I when I when I saw him and stuff, he was always telling me. He was always like, you know, I thought about going. You know, 
the, the army, you know, army men, the um, drill sergeants, man, they were real hard on me, and, and man, I couldn't deal with them yelling at me and stuff like that. I said, okay, I told him, but if, if, if they're yelling at you, guess what? It's only for a short time. After that, you're back to normal. You're back to a normal lifestyle. Let them yell at you. Big deal. Skill sergeant. After after boot after basic training, you're in the fleet. After basic training and BMT. After basic training and your and your and your and your A and your AT and your A schools. You're good. You go to your A school. You're good. Whatever you're gonna take up. Then after that, you're in the you're in the regular army. And you're living the army lifestyle, Washington State. Oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, and you're living the army lifestyle. He was like, well, you know, and he started giving me all these, um, these excuses. I told him, you know what? Excuses are like assholes. Everybody has one. What's your excuse? He didn't have one. And he couldn't give me one. Because, you know what, he couldn't, because I, I mean, I literally just put him on blast. Because I was honest with him, and I said, but what, so what are you going to do? So he froze. I put him on blast. So I said, so what are you going to do? So I put him on blast. You know? And when I put him on blast like that, I made him understand something because I wanted him to realize something. That yes, you may, yes, yes, you're, you you could be a soldier. You could be a soldier. Do four years. Do two years. I know the army, you could do two years. You could do two years. And you could have been a veteran. You would have liked it and you probably would have did four. But he was like, no, I couldn't do it. I just want to come home. Come home to my mom. He was a mama's boy. He loved it. I want to stay home with my mom. No, that's not how it goes. That's not how I roll. Yeah, I did four years. Seriously, I did four years in the military. I was in the United States Marine Corps. You know, at the time I was in the Marine Corps, I was I was a cook. Yeah, I was a combat cook. Better known as a cook. I was a 3381. Cookie! There's two things you don't mess with in the Marine Corps. There's three people you don't mess with in the Marine Corps. You don't mess with admin because you got to get paid. And the next one you don't mess with is you don't mess with cookie. You don't mess with admin, you don't mess with Corman's, better known as Doc, and you definitely do not mess with Cookie, because you gotta eat. Because I'm here to tell you right now, you gotta eat. <laughs> because you gotta eat. Because if you gotta eat, that's what you gotta do. You need to eat, you gotta mess with Cookie. You don't wanna mess with Cookie, because you wanna eat. Everybody's hungry, I'll be hungry. Yep, I'm starving, so you definitely don't want to do that. Alright? So you definitely don't want to mess with Cookie, alright? And that's, I mean, that's a true statement right there. I mean, I loved my job because I had a great job. I cooked. I cooked when I was in the military, and I love cooking. It's a great job. It also gives you a skill so when you get out in the world, you can do something else. And also, my dad was in the Army. My dad was an Army guy. I wasn't a, I was ready to go in the Army. And then I asked my father about going in the army. My dad said, don't do that. He said, pick something that, that's totally different. So that's why, and I, then, I, then, I, then I sat and had a conversation with my uncle. And my uncle told me, join the, my, I asked my uncle about being in the Marine Corps. 
And my uncle told me how the Marine Corps was, and that's how I joined the Marine Corps. Yeah. Yeah, I became a Marine. Because I saw how my uncle was. Yeah, I was. He was an asshole. And, you know, and I like the idea of being in the Marine Corps. Because I love the, I love what the Marine Corps instills, the leadership, the values that the Marine Corps has. That's why I became a Marine. I love what the Marine Corps instills, the discipline. And because I always tell people, a Marine is always, once a Marine, always a Marine. It doesn't matter what you did in life, you're always going to be a Marine. Marine is the smallest branch. They do, they take less and they make do. Yes, that's not me. I, I, I'm only doing people's. So I always tell people that's how the Marine Corps is. We do less. We do more with less. That's a Marine. Marine's creed is simplified Dallas. It's a Latin word. It means always faithful. God, country, and corps. The reason why I'm telling y'all that about the military and stuff like that, that's the way business. So like, so like say for instance, you want to start your own business. You want to start your own business. You got to, you got to think, you got to have that mindset. Like I said, in my podcast, I told you how to start a business. I told you when, look, I'm going to tell you something that I want you to, I want you to realize something. This is what I did. I, I had some friends, some friends of mine. This is what I told them. I said, you should start a podcast. You know what they said? Oh, I don't know. Before the year's up, you should have a podcast. Do one episode. Just one. It's all I ask you to do is just one episode. You know what they said? Sure, sure. Guess what? Year's almost up. And guess what? They haven't did it. And you know what their excuse is? They don't have an excuse. Because... They have no excuse. They don't have an excuse. They don't know what to say. They don't they don't have anything. They can't say anything. They don't know what to say. They're they're par- they're paranoid. Seriously, when I say paranoid, they are paranoid. Cuz they're like they were like 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 they're shocked as if um as if something had died or something. All I ask you to do is just make one podcast. Just one episode. And they were they were scared to do that. Seriously, they were scared to make one episode podcast, just one. All I ask them to do is just one episode in the podcast, just one to introduce them to the world, to let everybody know what you're going to be doing in your podcast. You know what? They were scared. They were petrified. One person was was so scared that he was like, I don't know what to talk about. Nothing. Introduce yourself. That's your first episode. Introduce yourself. Tell them about who you are. Tell them about your job skills. Making a resume. Let the world know who you are. That's what I told him. Let the world know who you are. That's it. Tell them about you. Tell them the dreams you have, your goals, your aspirations. Tell them what life is. Tell them your life skills. That's all you got to do. Tell them your life skills. Tell them what you dream about, what you believe in, your belief system. Tell them how you're going to change the world. You're going to make history. You're going to leave a legacy. Yes. Tell them that. That's all. And he looked at me and he just was like, wow. 
And then when I told her, she froze because, you know, I just told her the truth. I was being honest. When you're honest with someone, you, you're keeping it 100. I was keeping it 100% honest with them. And guess what? And that person right there froze. Because I all I did was I was telling them the truth. All you got to do is do one episode. You know what it was? They were scared. See, to start a business, you do not need to be scared. You're going to fail. Everyone fails. No one succeeds. We all fail. You know the old saying they should say, uh, people fall short of the glory? Yeah. People fail. Here's the thing. If you fail, here's what I'm, if you fall down, get up. If you fall down again, get up. And keep getting up. You fall again, get up. You fall again, get up. You fall down, get up. Oh, okay, you fell again, get back up. Every time you fall, keep getting up. And keep getting up. Every single time you fall down, keep getting up. I want you to keep getting up. Reason being, because when you get up, you will stay up. That's what I want you to do is keep getting up. Because the more you get up, the better you'll be because you will know exactly how to succeed. Because he who fails shall succeed. And remember this, if you believe it, you can conceive it. You just got to believe. I believe that each and every one of you out here can opportunities right now for you to achieve your abundance of wealth. Everyone. Everyone's going to be wealthy. Everyone. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Everyone's going to be wealthy. You just got to believe that you're going to be wealthy. I know that it's going to be hard. I know that you're going to be struggling. Let me tell you something. I know the struggles. The struggle is real. I'm telling you. It is going to get hard. Because why it's going to get hard? It's because you are going to get out there and push it. It's going to hurt. Trust me. It's going to hurt you. You're going to feel like life is beating you down. You're going to feel less than anything. You're going to feel less, less. You're going to feel like if, if life just killed you. Trust me. I'm telling you. Trust me. You will not. You're gonna, you're gonna believe me when I tell you that you are going to, you're gonna, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt to the point to where you're gonna be sitting there going, oh my God, yes. That's how bad it's gonna hurt. Why is it gonna hurt like that? It's because that is where you are going to make your mark. I'm telling you, no matter what, you're gonna make your mark. You're gonna succeed. In the midst of all this failure, no matter what, you're gonna make it. Oh, Indiana, you're gonna make it. Why you're gonna make it? Because you're gonna keep persevering. You're gonna push it. You're gonna push like you never pushed before. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna be sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's what you're gonna be doing. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna be tired. And you're gonna be so tired. That life is just going to beat you down. I'm telling you right now, life is just going to beat you down. To the point to where you just had to go. And that's what's going to happen. You had to go and just literally get beaten down. 
you had to go get beat down. Sorry, you had nothing left. Yep, they beat you down. That's what's going to happen. And you're going to be that, and that's going to it's going to motivate you. Let me tell you something. It's going to motivate you. Some of the greatest success stories where people have failed but became great success stories. John Paul Jones, yes, success story. The Rockefellers, successful, the great success story. Admiral Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's success story. The Nelsons, success story. Trust me, I'm telling you, some of the greatest people had the greatest success stories. Here's one that you probably did not know. Did you know that Walt Disney, guy who owns Walt, guy who owns Disney World, Disney, the whole empire that his name is under, did you know that he didn't like kids? Did you also know that he was also a racist towards women? He hated women. He thought women were second-class citizens. That's what he thought. That's what he thought. He thought women were second-class citizens. That is the way, that's what he thought and believed. And I thought that was the weirdest thing, but that's how he believed. He believed that. And I mean, seriously. And he put that into perspective. That's supposed to be a BMW. Ontario. Yeah. And that's what he believed in. He believed that every... He just had this weird thing. And he was a dishonorably discharged from the military. I don't know why he was... Because you ever notice this? If you ever look at some of the old pictures of Walt Disney, when he did some of the, the old movies, he would have his um, discharge... His, his, um, honor, his discharge upside down. I never knew why that was upside down. There's always a conspiracy about that. But, you know, to each some. Because, you know, you know he's from... You know, he lived in Kansas City, Missouri, for a stint. His house and stuff, his mom and dad and them lived there. His brother Roy went to California. That's how he got to California, Walt Disney. Because his brother Roy told him to come out here. You can make money out here. And that's why he moved out here. He moved out to California. That's, that's how that happened. I'm just telling you that. Y'all need to understand. Today is your day to be successful. You can wake up, smell that coffee, realize your potential. Because today is the day that you are going to be that successful. I'm going to leave that with you right now because I'm going to cut it short. But today is your day to be successful. Today I see you making all that money. You're going to start your own business. Yeah, you're going to fail. Yes, you're going to fail. Yes, I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to fail. But then you're going to wake up and you're going you're gonna to make you're gonna make success out of it. All right. You may fail, but guess what? That failure is going to be something that's going to motivate you to be the greatest that you are. All right. Greatest that I am great is that it is he you are going to be successful you are going to be the you are going to be the diamond in the rough all right hey everybody it's jr bell with i got your six podcast and i'm telling you right now success is yours and i will catch you in the next podcast bravo six going dark